Welcome to the Red Caps Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and we ramble on about old school games. In today's episode, I've got a bunch of random ideas or quick hits that I wanted to throw out your way. So remember, no mortal can outrun a red cap. And as always, I hope you can sit back, listen, and enjoy. I've had a bunch of small thoughts written down in my OneNote page here, marked as Episode X, episodes that may eventually happen. I often put in a couple of quick sentences of an idea I've had, and every once in a while I go back through those Episode Xs and try to flesh them out. These are a couple that I haven't been able to flesh out, but they've been sitting in the Episode X folder for a while, and I thought I would just combine them all into a single episode and put it out there for you guys to hear and maybe get some feedback from you on your thoughts of where this could have went if it was a full episode, or just your thoughts in general on the idea. So the very first one comes from a website called the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. It's a collection of made-up words that are meant to describe like feelings or ideas that we don't currently have a word for. It's a pretty cool website. You should definitely check it out. One of them that caught my eye was the word sonder, and sonder is defined as follows. The realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. It's populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. It's an epic story that continues invisibly all around you, sprawling like an anthill deep underground, with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never encounter or even know existed. Those lives you may appear in only as once in their story, as an extra sipping coffee in the background, or as a blur of traffic that passes them on the highway, or as a lighted window that they see at dusk. So that's the definition of it. And the idea that you, dear listener, are likely one of the extras in my story, and that as you're listening to my story, there may be extras that pass by you either you know in a car that's driving by you right now or a person that's sitting next to you on the subway or a cashier at the coffee shop that you just paid and that all of us individually see ourselves as the main character of our stories but each individual also has you know their stories as well and they're all probably not that dissimilar from each other that everybody has very similar worries and stresses and hopes and joys and disappointments all that knowledge uh, and the thoughts of the the ups and downs and the life stories of each of those individuals is at both once overwhelming and comforting. Um, so, how does that fit into gaming? You might ask. Um, I was I read that, and one of the thoughts that came to my head was all the NPCs that live in a town, say in your starting town that you have for your campaign world, and how many stories those NPCs have that may never ever get told to your players or you may never ever find out about. But each one of them would be a living being in this town that's experiencing all this craziness um, and has their own routines that they're trying to to live through as well. So I thought that was just a, a neat tie-in. Uh, so, you know, when you're when you're creating NPCs, keep in mind Sonder, that, uh, you know, they, they also have a life as vivid and complex as your own or in the case of a game, as the player characters do. All right, my next random idea is that DMs are not referees and DMs are not judges as they are described in many games. And my reason for saying that is if you think of, let's take referees, for instance, uh, looking at it from the perspective of a sports referee. A sports referee 
is there. They know the rule book backwards and forwards, or they're supposed to. <laughs> um, and they call infractions when anybody breaks the rules. They're there to make sure that the rules don't get broken. And they punish those who do break the rules. And they often have access to tools such as additional referees or instant replay or other items like that to make sure that they, if they do miss something, they can, you know, go back and review and then get the call correct. Uh, their goal is to make sure that the competition is upheld to the highest standard of integrity uh, and by the rule book as it is. And I don't think that really applies to RPG games. That's not how I run games. That's not how I think most people run games. Um, so I don't think referee is probably the best best uh, term there for it. Judges, popular to contrary belief, often have very little flexibility in terms of how they rule on cases in their courts or how they interpret laws. Uh, they're often held very closely to the written word of law uh, or past precedent from other uh, cases that had happened prior to, to uh, the one that they're seeing right now. So while there may be some rulings in there on edge cases that have never come up before, um, for the most part, they're pretty, they're pretty by the book uh, on what they can and can't do. So I don't know if judges really fit into the DM slash GM uh, zeitgeist as well. For me, what kind of spawned this idea was I was thinking about this and I was reading, I was actually reading um, like a terms of service for, for a website and they had a term of service on there that if you ever wanted to sue that website or have a disagreement with them, that you wouldn't go to court, you would go to an arbiter. Um, you would choose arbitration. And as I was reading that and I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, DMs are much closer to arbiters. They take in all the information about what the rules are, what the laws are. Uh, they consider the situation at hand. They hear arguments from both sides and they come up with what they think is a fair solution. It doesn't necessarily need to be the solution that is exactly written by the word of law. Arbiters have the ability to, you know, bend that or shift it or, or just disregard it altogether. Um, their main purpose is to come up with what they think is a fair solution to the problem. And uh, I think that is much closer to what a GM typically is seen as doing. And if I was to ever write a heartbreaker OSR title, uh, don't worry, it probably won't happen. But if I was, I think I would call the GMs in my game Arbiters. Over on Reddit, uh, there was somebody who posed a question that I read it and I was going to answer, but as I scrolled through the answers that other people had made, um, there was somebody on there that had answered it probably better than I ever could. And I just took a quick note of, the, of that. I unfortunately didn't save the link to the Reddit post, so I can't properly credit this, but know that this idea is not mine. I just thought it was a really good one. Um, the question that was posed was, in a world that is full of intelligent and powerful dragons, why haven't the dragons just taken over? And somebody else replied and they said, from the dragon's point of view, they have. They said, if you look at it from a human perspective, I say I own the land that my home is on. But the great horned owl that lives in the woods up on the hill, they think it's their territory. Neither of us, myself nor the owl, really care about the claim that the other one has on this piece of land until it directly affects us. In a very similar way, the dragon is more concerned with what other dragons think and whether other dragons know this territory is his. The dragon has no particular interest in what any individual human thinks of the land and whether or not that human thinks it owns it or not. And I thought that was really, really great. It really kind of set the difference between, you know, the 
the level of of what a dragon thinks of a human. Uh, you know, if, if the dragon thinks of us as a wild animal that just happens to live upon its land um, and just, you know, kind of disregards it the same way that we might disregard uh, raccoons or squirrels running through our backyard. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and I, I don't have an idea of where I would take that further for a discussion, but I just thought it was really neat and, uh, and interesting in that standpoint. Wrapping up this episode, I want to go to some voicemails I haven't gotten to in a little bit. And then after the voicemails, we'll come back and I'll tell you some plans for some future episodes that are coming out and what might happen in the new year. And we'll go from there. So over to the voicemails. Hey, Kevin, it's Jay, Roleplay Rescue. Just wanted to say a massive thank you for the interview with Yohai Gal. Um, really enjoyed listening to it. I'm, I'm basically halfway through, actually, but I, I know I'll listen to the rest on the way home. But it's been great. And I really didn't know much about Ken. So I uh, really appreciate it. I think it's something I'll check out. Um, it's also just great to hear from him and about him. I spoke to him when he was a massive dungeon. Uh, what was it called? The, the dungeony game. The, oh, it got out of my head. Look, now I sound like an idiot. Um, but anyway, when he was in the story game scene, and um, it's just really interesting to hear how he's moved on and, you know, uh, over the last couple of years, really. So fascinating conversation. He's a really nice guy. And I really, you know, bless you for having him on. Game on, brother. Jason here. Just listen to your latest episode titled Random Updates. I totally hold you responsible for everything Taylor says on your show. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I am looking forward to that interview with Yohai. That'll be interesting. I've heard a couple of their interviews with them and talking about OSR, but I'm curious to see if it answers the same on your show as it has been on other shows. So glad you're getting some gaming in. That's very cool. If you get Ed Greenwood on, I've heard, again, somebody else I've heard in interviews, interesting guests, so I look forward to that. Um, but that's very cool. You're getting playing some games online always a good thing um and yeah i look forward to interviews i look forward to your further short things um you know it's interesting you talk about stats and and the other day we had to make up a new set of characters for ad and d in my friday night ad and e group that i play in and so i figured well i'm going to try method four i think it is where you roll 12 12 sets of characters 3d6 down line 12 times i did that and i got nothing extraordinary Nobody could qualify for a paladin. Nobody could qualify for a monk. Nobody could qualify for a ranger. Uh, two of them didn't qualify as characters at all because they had stats too low to to even be playable in AD&D. I ended up making a halfling thief out of it. And I had a lot of fun during the adventure. But, yeah, it, different stat methods are interesting. But, yeah, I don't know what the right answer is there. Just listen to your interview with Yochai. Uh, I think you touched on a really, well, a lot of really good topics. Uh, the one I enjoyed uh, the most and I thought was really uh, good was toward the end when you were talking about the uh, the NSR Discord and the community itself and never turning anyone away because of wanting to talk about a, a game and just having that inclusivity. I think that's super important. Uh, that was really great to, to, to touch on, and I feel like that was really inspiring. Uh, thanks for the interview. Just want to let you know I look forward to your future episodes. There are a lot of neat, quote-unquote, forgotten monsters out there, so I think that's a great way to go. Also, little snippets like you've done in the past on gaming history and thoughts on gaming. You know, just, just hitting little things and, and talking about it, so... You know, like Daniel has been talking about critical hits over OD&D in his recent episode. 
maybe a hit locations in BX and why it's a bad idea will be a good episode. Of course, that might be my personal skew on that topic. But, you know, little things like that would be kind of cool. I always enjoyed those little snippet episodes that you did. So keep up the great work, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for the calls in. We heard from Shay from Roleplay Rescue. Shay, the game that you're trying to think of is Dungeon World. Um, then we had Drek's son. I agree completely with you that the his his attitude towards, you know, all gamers are welcome and everybody's willing to to jump in on the conversation is fantastic. He was such a, Yohai was such a great person to have on the podcast to talk to. We had a great time. And yeah, I've, I'm trying to incorporate that in as well. Um, you'll never see me refuse to talk about a game on this, on this show um, just because it's something I don't play or don't enjoy. I, I enjoy hearing other people's takes on things as well. So um, yeah, uh, I, I wholeheartedly endorse the message he was trying to convey there. And Jason, yes, thank you very much for the calls in. Um, the I will add that body hits in BX to another future episode X and maybe flesh that out. I think that's a great idea. Um, first thought, I kind of agree with you. That I dislike it, but we got to look at it some more because there are some games that have done it really well. And I wonder, um, yeah, I have to think about it some more, but um, that is for future me to figure out. As far as future episodes that will be probably coming out this month, uh, I'm working on one right now about level two spells. Uh, I think I've very clearly shown that uh, Charm Person is the greatest level one spell. Uh, so I'm thinking about what is the greatest level two spell. If you've got any thoughts on that, drop me a note. Um, I haven't finished writing the episode yet. But yeah, level two spells in OD&D or BX or AD&D, what is the you know best choice of a level two spell um, that somebody should be making as well there's going to be some more interviews this month so there was one uh, that was posted previous to this episode going live with eric from the merry mushman i um, hope you guys listened to that and enjoyed it there will be ones coming out this month from justin of the alexandrian uh, steve from pickpocket press best known for uh, low fantasy gaming uh, chris gonerman's coming back onto the show this month we're going to be talking about some of the new books for iron falcon and uh, basic fantasy rpg and Isaac Williams will be on the show uh, this month as well. We're going to talk about Mouse Ritter and go from there. So those are some of the things you can look forward to for the month of, of December. I'm going to try to get everything pre-recorded and set up and just let it be released on a, on a schedule um, and then take the month of December to relax with family and, and do the holiday thing. But I would love to hear from you. So please do reach out. Let me know what you think of, of the various episodes. And when we get back in the new year, we will kickstart things off again. I'm hoping to get the space that I'm sitting in rearranged a little bit to be a little bit more friendly for video. And if I can do that, then uh, we will launch in the new year with some YouTube videos, hopefully. And you guys can all giggle and, and moan or face palm over how silly I look uh, with this red cap that I purchased. So I did pick up a red cap. Uh, if anybody wants to be, you know, volunteer as the listener that's going to soak it in blood, uh, let me know. Although the authorities might get involved if we start doing that. But um, yeah, no, I do have a red cap and uh, I will gladly wear it and look like a silly fool on camera for everybody as we go through some of the future episodes. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for listening to the Red Caps podcast. I hope you enjoyed. You learned something that you are eager to come back for more. If you go over to www.theredcaps.net, you can find links to uh, SpeakPipe, uh, the voicemail phone number, all different ways that you can contact me, and I would love to hear from you. So thank you very so much for listening. And remember, never let your caps dry out. Stay safe, have fun. We'll talk again soon. Take care. <laughs>